Welcome to Break Free from Binge Eating with me, Victoria. I'm so happy that you're here. If we haven't met yet, I just want you to know that I get you because I was you. I was stuck in the diet binge cycle and hating my body for over 20 years. I've overcome anorexia, bulimia, binge eating disorder, and I'm a domestic abuse survivor. Now that I'm free and happy from the inside out, I've dedicated my whole life to help other women feel the same. In this podcast, we're going to cover food and body freedom, self-love and personal development. And if you implement what you learn, you will be well on your way to healing your relationship with food and your body so that you can fall in love with yourself and your life. Ready? Let's go. Okay, welcome queens to another episode of Break Free from Binge Eating with me, Victoria. I've got a very special guest today. I have with me Sarah, who is my previous client and now friend, which is what usually happens. And I've got her to share how she actually found the food and body freedom journey through coaching. So without further ado, Sarah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. This is so exciting. Me too. And as I've just landed on you before we press record, I've got 10 questions for you. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So name, age and profession. That's kind of three in one. Okay. So my name is Sarah Mitchell. My age is 28 and I am an office manager for a television production company. Nice. Sweet or savoury? Oh, sweet. Me too. Early bird or night owl? Night owl. Weights or cardio? Weights. I'm with you on that one. Three things you love? Three things I love. Uh, My family, my best friend, and coffee. Oh, I love the smell of coffee, but I can't stand the taste. I'm one of them. Oh, I love it. I've even got some right here. Oh, God. have you got your water as well? Mm. That was such Can a cute video. You said <laughs> have you got a fave quote or mantra that you like to use? Um, yes, my favourite quote is, life is not a dress rehearsal. Mm. Hell yeah, it is not. Mm. Something you like that others may consider a bit strange. um many things probably um oh oh that's a really good question um probably adding eggs to literally everything I eat is probably the weirdest thing oh good protein though yeah being vegetarian you know Got to get it somehow. Love it. Yeah. What about three things you love about yourself? Ooh, good one. Uh, I love my hair. We were just talking about this. Um, what else? I. Mm, um. I love my honesty with myself, even Mm. when it's uncomfortable. Yeah. 
and I love my new glasses. Yeah, they're gorgeous. <laughs> love. You, you remind yeah. me of like, um, is it Bridget Jones? Yeah, I love Bridget Jones. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. And this is a random one. I love to hear people's answers with this one. If you could be a mythical creature or an animal, which is fair enough, which is alive now, what would you be and why? Oh, I would 100% be a penguin. <laughs> why? my spirit animal. <laughs> oh, um, because, oh, they're just really cute. I love them. I say that my fiance walk, you know, happy feet. The, yeah. the, like he walks like that. Like Aww. every time I see him walking, it reminds me of a little happy yeah. penguin. Happy penguin. Yeah, happy feet. Exactly. Yeah. That's what we say about Lindy Hop dancing. Happy feet. Love it. Happy feet when you're dancing. Yes. And final question. So imagine this fast forward to your future and you're like over a hundred years old and you're on your deathbed and you're ready to go and it's all peaceful and all good, etc. If you looked back on the life that you've lived, what are you most proud of yourself for? This journey. Wow. Yeah. Like without a doubt, 100%. That's huge. Yeah. Let's get, let's get into that then because mm. I would like you to give the listeners a bit of a background story as to like where you were, um, what you were struggling with and where you are now. So what were you struggling with when you first signed up for coaching with me? Um, so little known to myself, what I thought was just issues with food and the amount I was consuming, I suppose, as in either not being able to control what I ate to not eating anything, mm. either one or the other, just being all or nothing was actually an eating disorder and being able to discover that. Um, so before I would either be going to the gym all the time or exercising all the time and being really strict about food and having one, you know, treat day per week counting every calorie weighing all my food you know being religious about it or just not giving a can't say that word oh you can you can oh I can okay not giving a fuck good <laughs> um and just you know eating everything under the sun and um obviously fluctuating up and down in weight a lot over the last where am I now? I'm 28. So 15 years, I would say at least, maybe slightly longer. And um, just thinking that I was just going to be consumed by what I weigh or what I look like for the rest of my life mm. and not knowing what to do about it um, or knowing there was probably something I could do about it, but it would be really, really, really hard. Um, so, yeah. And that's basically been my life for the last 15 years, worrying wow. about my weight and thinking about what I'm going to eat. Yeah, thank you for sharing that, because most women that are listening to this, that is their life currently. Mm. And they may be exploring, you know, maybe a different way. Maybe they're in, in their recovery. But what upsets me is some women, including myself all them years ago, I didn't know there was another way. I didn't even right. comprehend 
when someone said to me, you know, you don't have to hate yourself and be on a diet forever. I was like, what? Mm. I don't understand. It's like they were speaking a foreign language. Like some women are so in it, they don't know there is this other world and there is such thing as self-love and body image work and food freedom. It's amazing that you're here now. Yeah. How was what you was going through, like for 15 years of your life, how did that affect your daily life? Like what did it stop you doing that you kind of wanted to do? Mm. Pretty much most things. Um I left school when I was quite young and I went to work for a show jumper. So I suppose in that respect, the, the weight kind of stayed off because I was so active. Mm. But as soon as I stopped doing that, then it really became an issue because I could basically, I was like, you know, riding five or six horses a day, mucking out stables, you know, I could eat what I liked and it didn't matter particularly and then you know I stopped doing that I went and worked in an office and I just you know the weight crept back on again so I suppose in everyday life I stopped doing all the things that I love doing like riding like going out lindy hop dancing I mean on and off I would do it but only if I'd either lost weight so I felt mm. confident or if I had got up the courage to go and do it and obviously with horses they're kind of our weight limits to these things so it's a really difficult conversation um you know and yeah so I basically stopped doing all the things that I love doing yeah and that's a lot Mm. to give up yeah 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 because then you just don't know what the meaning of your life is I suppose when you do these things because you know I I really realized recently since going on this journey that those are the two things that actually define me as a person like I wouldn't be without them and I cannot believe that this issue has stopped me from doing it for such a long time Mm. and now you're Um, doing it again both of them I am yes love that let's do I love to share these little stories because we can laugh about it in hindsight when someone's going through this, it's obviously not funny, but what's the most stupidest diet you've ever done? Because I think it's funny to hear the stories that we actually put ourselves yeah. through. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that one eight years and years ago? It was like a, uh, like a, a cinnamon and something like concoction. I can't remember what it was called, but it was mad. And it was supposed to like make you drop like 10 pounds or something in a week. I think- you know, but- um I can't remember what it was called but it was but it was a celebrity one I think it was the Beyonce maple syrup and cinnamon that's diet right like that. yeah that's the one that was the most crazy one there have been <laughs> so many but yeah that's definitely one or just eat scrambled eggs for a week and you'll lose loads of weight I mean just so many ridiculous things or like the four eight hundred calorie diet oh yeah I think I wouldn't literally be able to get out of bed if I had that many calories now my body's so used to ample calories Mm -hmm. and by the way the listeners listening my body doesn't change size and I don't count my calories but if I was on average guessing I'm probably in 4,000 a day roughly give and take so technically that would mean that I would be you know with the scientific reason I would be steadily gaining weight blah 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 I'm not 
like I trust my body some days I eat a bit more some days I eat a bit less this is the thing that really got me I was so scared of going all in in this process because I thought well I'm just going to gain weight forever and never going to stop that doesn't happen but that is a is a fear and it was a fear of yours wasn't it was it was fear of weight gain mm-hmm. one of yours oh, such a long time actually even until probably about three weeks ago I yeah. don't know something just switched in my brain and I think you know there's this great quote that actually there's some kind of nut or something that has to be turned inside out and broken down to be it's like to actually or a seed that's it a seed that's what I was looking for a seed has to literally be turned inside out to be able to bloom and flower Mm. and that is this process so if you're feeling really uncomfortable and that you don't want to do it and it's horrible and you want to go and hide under a duvet, you're doing the right thing and it is going to work. I promise you it is. It really oh, is. I love um, and then something just switches in your brain because you know that actually being in this journey, you are the whole point of it is you are never going on a diet again. And that's what makes it so different because you know that. Mm the process that you go through even though you're not counting calories and doing all the things that you think you should be doing the process is different and then something just changes and that's that's like you know that's a state change in your in your whole body it's just something you can't go back from you can't go back Uh, and what I like to share around that is because we have a lot of unlearning to do so remember when you first started this process where I'm using this word diet fuckery which is from one of my current clients which is a great (laughs) analogy to use there's a lot of unlearning of diet fuckery and all these things but then when you've just mentioned that how a seed needs to turn inside out I love that analogy what we're actually doing there is going back to how we felt when we were first born because we all are born with loving ourselves with an infinite well of self-love so when you have that seed happen and it's a journey it doesn't just happen overnight of course and it's really difficult and uncomfortable there's no going back from that though is that it's like it's like a, a line you cross and you back loving yourself and the whole world different mm, mm. it really is why yeah. did you choose to work with me over anybody else did you explore any other coaches or anything um, I think I was, yeah, I, I mean, at the time I was kind of looking for something to, I think, fix me. And that's probably the wrong word because in essence, there is nothing wrong, but mm-hmm. there are just certain things that don't work. Um, and I did look, but I didn't even know that a food and body freedom coach was a thing when I first started looking. And then um, I do honestly think we met by fate oh yes yeah that just happened but I think I was kind of looking for something and then I found out that it was a thing and then I looked at the testimonials and I was like yeah I need that in my life yeah it was so random how I'm going to share the story obviously without naming names or anything like that but Mm -hmm. this is what she means by fate like I was in a personal development seminar which I'm always investing in myself by the way always still to this day and your mum was there and then she she saw me in we didn't have a conversation she just saw me in being involved in this group and then reached out to me and then that's how me and Sarah met and I'm not being funny if that isn't like written in the stars so to speak 
yeah. don't know what is. So thank you to Sarah's mum. Yay, thank you, mum. We love you. And which brings me on to this question um, mm. about the financial aspect, because this can be a really big deal for a lot of people, of course. How did you feel about making an investment in yourself when you're on the fence? Because you don't 100% know if it's going to, quote, work for you, which is what mm. stops most people taking that step. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really interesting one. Um, it was. I did have help. I'll be completely honest um, with making that decision really luckily um, from my family. So that was amazing. But looking back now, I would 100 percent pay it again because what this has given me is an actual life mm. there is so much beauty in a blank canvas and having a life where you don't have to worry about what you're going to have for breakfast or what you're going to you know for you know for forever you know literally my life has gone from I'll enjoy it when I've lost weight to I'm enjoying it now and you cannot put a price on that you just can't Ugh. So, yeah, I love that. 20 million times over. Yeah, I love that so much. Thank you for sharing that, Sarah. Mm -hmm. And how if people are on the fence, which a lot of people are and some people can't invest and that's OK, it's not meant to be for them in this moment. How quickly did you start to see shifts? And I know this is absolutely not a quick fix, which our diet brain hates that it's not a quick fix because that's all we've mm -hmm. ever been chasing our whole lives. How quickly did you start to see some shifts in regards to how you felt towards yourself and your relationship with food? I would say probably not very long at all, maybe a, a couple of weeks maximum. Mm. You know, and I knew it wasn't going to be a quick process because I also know um, how uh, small-minded I can be especially about or not I'm not I'm not a small-minded person that's the wrong thing to say but about specific subjects where I want to be right about it because I don't want it to change because there's a payoff to that mm. which is I just want to you know be the way I am but I, I you know it, it's one of those things I just couldn't not see the changes or you know I'm reading the material and reading the books as well you know it is I think as soon as you said to me this isn't your fault and this is what happens when you restrict yourself it was just like mind blown I just couldn't believe it and then as soon as I kind of realized that I realized a lot of things in that moment mm. what a hard moments I mean I can remember a few that you've I remember messages from you um can you remember any that stand out to you like any moments where you've been like holy shit, I need to message Vic this, like, mind-blown moment. I know we've had quite a few. Mm. I think, I mean, it'll always stand out to me, the fact that I have gone to the supermarket, bought chocolate and forgotten about it. Mm. That's, you know, that's like, who are you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, and then... I think the, the biggest one really was really understanding that I actually have a life outside of thinking about weight and thinking about food. And that is absolutely massive. 
Yeah. Like, you know, I've got three days off. It's Friday morning. And for the first time in my life, I'm like, oh, what can I do today? Other than weighing porridge oats and whatever else you were doing. (laughs) Yeah. Like, uh, you know, not worrying about, oh, I need to do exercise. Oh, I need to do this. Oh, I need to do that. You know, it's just like, okay, well, if I fancy doing that, great. And if I don't, great. It's my life. Oh, hell yeah. And I would love you to talk about little Jane because the analogy you've used is so powerful and I think it might help others. So do you want to share what little Jane means to you and all of that? Yes. So um, little Jane or tiny Jane, Jane. um, you know, so in one thing that you'll go through in this process is um, learning to make friends with your body. And my body is called tiny Jane um and also refers to the the kind of six or seven year old me Mm. and oh what shall I say about tiny Jane um was you if you think when you started this process was you even aware of tiny Jane was you listening no absolutely not um and now Um, I actually do listen to my body and she knows exactly what she wants and what she doesn't want actually yes thank you for the redirect Um, so previously to coaching I would just you know be unkind and not very nice about my body and now I have a relationship with her and I like to do nice things for her. I still feel uncomfortable talking about my body and um, but it's gone from not even acknowledging it to being able to talk about it on a podcast so I suppose that is uh, you know growth. Hell yeah. And um, yeah I have a new friend Oh, I love that. And I want to share how you used to think about fitness. And I know your relationship with exercises, that's what you're working on at the moment, like ongoing, a healthy relationship with that. First of all, how's that going? And then also, how does Jane come into that? Because again, the listeners that are listening now might be Mm -hmm. very, very similar in regards to must go to the gym five days a week. It's like a very kind of rigid structure of like moving their body. How have you found the difficulty yeah. letting that go and everything around that yeah it's interesting because I would I would either be one or the other and it's the same with food so I'd either be all or nothing I'd either be going I think in lockdown I was probably when I first started you know going on the diet and losing weight again I was working out for like three hours a day probably more because I do like a cardio workout like the, the Les Mills the body pump in the morning um, followed by the body combat so that's the cardio element and then I do like oh I think I haven't done enough I think I need to do a squat challenge on the side <laughs> of doing all of this as well to strengthen my legs even more and then I think I need to go out for a three-hour walk because there's nothing else to do in lockdown so what do you do um, and uh, it was either that or the alternative which is doing absolutely nothing and just lying in bed um, it was never you know there was there was never balance so to go from that to acknowledging that there is an issue and not 
not just thinking you're go- turning into a psycho because you don't want to do anything mm. is really interesting and coming out the other side of it and I mean I you know this is how much I wanted to lose weight I thought it would be easier to become a personal trainer than to acknowledge that I had a problem so you just you know as you do just get qualified as a full stage three level personal trainer Mm -hmm. which I'm still in the journey of doing I've I've done my fitness instructor part of it and I'm still in the process and I think it will be a really interesting journey and um, I'm not saying I'm ever going to use it but you know that the education something I never thought I'd go back to you know do you know after my GCSEs I thought that that was it and I was never going to do anything else so it's you know for confidence wise for me it's really was a great thing to do but that's literally how much I didn't think I had an issue I just really needed to lose weight so for any of you out there really denying yourselves of you know um confronting the problem I really do understand um and you know I've I've actually I've got a personal trainer myself now um because I need to be able to let someone else be in control of what that looks like for me. Um, I kind of want to give that control to someone else so I don't have to think or worry about it and I can just actually focus on enjoying it. Mm. Um, and now dancing's come back as well and that that's huge because those are the two things that originally kept me fit was dancing and riding horses. So if I can dance a lot of the time, then that's something that I enjoy and I get fit doing at the same time. And it doesn't feel like exercise. So it's a win, win, win. Yeah. How is your relationship with food and your body now? Like, how would you describe it? So, so good. Um, I just eat what I want, what I want. And my body or tiny Jane will tell me when she's had enough and she never I never used to be able to have that off button Mm. you know it's like with any kind of addiction you can't understand it until you until you've kind of acknowledged it I suppose is the right way to put that yeah um and yeah I am one of the things I'm doing at the moment is going through my wardrobe and chucking out all the clothes that don't fit me which I'm really excited to do some of them are too big some of them are too small and um yeah it's going to be a very liberating process um and what are one of the other big aha moments was I got this lovely outfit that I bought online and you know you always make that risk no matter you know what size you are you always have that risk when you buy online whether it's going to fit or not yeah um and uh it it is so so close to fitting but rather than just thinking oh well I'll wear that next week when I've gone on a diet and lost x amount of pounds I've just gone do you know what I'm just gonna get it taken out so I can wear it now because I don't care and actually this I'm not I was not put on this earth to worry about my weight and diet for the rest of my life this world is too beautiful to do that actually mic drop right there yeah it's true and we're so consumed as women in general I mean I'm not saying every single woman in the world obviously but most of the population are so Mm -hmm. consumed with what they look like what they're going to wear what will they think about me what shall I eat today I'm eating breakfast what am I going to have for dinner what am I going to have at the weekend like that Mm -hmm. is so exhausting and it stops us from living yeah 
doesn't it? So how have you been living differently? I know you've mentioned a few things you've already started to do, but what can you see for your future now you haven't got to worry about what you look like in terms of how much you weigh and what you eat every goddamn day? Oh, so many things. Um, so obviously dancing, a lot of dancing, um, trying out different types of dance as well, actually, because there is Lindy Hop, but um, I'm also going to try out some salsa classes because they're local to me. Mm. Um, and I quite want to start trying ballroom because I've always wanted to do that and I've always stopped myself from doing it. Um, so basically lots of dancing. Um, and also I want to go and do like a karaoke open mic night, which I'm doing on Sunday because I have no fear now. It's great. Um, yeah. And just anything going on dates. That's a new thing. I haven't done that for a long time. Just absolutely anything anything and everything anything is possible yeah I'm like a little kid in the sweet shop again and you can have your sweets and and I can have funny sweets and eat them (laughs) yeah exactly exactly (laughs) that's that's incredible my my intuition's asking me to ask you um I think Mm. it will be helpful because you have such a great relationship with Tani Jane now and I'm sorry to put you on the spot because I know this wasn't in your in the notes I sent you, but can you give like the listeners any tips that come to mind that have helped you personally to connect with Tiny Jinx? A lot of people that I work with at the start, they're like, I don't even know how, like, I don't even know if I'm hungry. I can't, I don't know what my body is almost. So can you give mm. any tips yeah, or tricks absolutely. to help? Um, number one, always like take a breath and count to 10 that's one thing that I you know just center yourself and sometimes you just need to actually go and lie on your bed for 10 minutes or half an hour and just be with yourself Mm. because that's the only way you know once you have that quiet moment you can kind of start building that relationship um and it will just happen don't force it if it's if you're not ready yet you're not ready yet and that's okay you know for most of us we've been not purposely not listening to our bodies for a very very long time it doesn't happen overnight but it will if you want it to it will yeah and it's about trusting the process isn't it Mm, definitely definitely Yeah. yeah what um if you could use three words to describe me as a person what would they be oh exciting (laughs) passionate and kind thank you and what about as a coach three words as a coach um honest strong and the best coach you will ever have ever oh I really appreciate that Sarah thank you and it's a little it's still a little bit uncomfortable uncomfortable for me to ask those questions Mm. which is interesting to hold a mirror up for myself to be like why are you uncomfortable asking those knowing that praise is going to come but the whole reason yeah. I'm asking those questions is to help people who need me and not just me, people who want to invest in themselves with whatever, with whatever coach resonates with them. Mm. It's so important to make that investment in yourself because 
if nothing changes, nothing changes, does it? No. And do you feel that the investment, I know you've shared this before, but as an outright question, is worth like the outcome that you've got and your journey that you're on now? Yeah, in fact, it's a very small investment for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what would you say to someone who is maybe listening to the podcast, you know, trying to work it out by themselves, which is okay. And it is possible Mm. if you're extremely dedicated. What would you say to someone who was maybe in need of that support and guidance, but they're kind of on the fence, off the fence? Can they do it on their own? Can they not? What words of wisdom or encouragement would you give them? Um, That is a really great question. Um that probably a lot of your identity will be telling you not to do this because it's uncomfortable and that it's something, it's the unknown. You actually, you've kind of got to be with, you don't know what the outcome's gonna be here. And once you can understand and get that, that's where you get you know that the, 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 there's an element of freedom in just knowing that and once you can be with that then I think you can do anything really if that yeah. makes sense it does because it's you know obviously I see a pattern and the funny thing is I was exactly the same before I invested I was like is it going to work for me? Because every single diet, every single program, every single thing that promises to be different that I've ever done to Mm. try to quote, fix myself, love myself, lose weight, whatever it is, never worked for me long time. I mean, yeah, if I was put somewhere for a month and literally had no access to anything, but I don't know, bread and vegetables, then of course that diet in quotes will work. But then Mm. the second you go back to normal environment, normal living, being a human being, it's not going to work. So a lot of people are so scared to make the step because they don't trust themselves. Mm. So it's how did you get over? And I know you did have help with the investment, but I believe you would have invested either way because of the position you was in. How would you encourage someone to get over that stepping into the unknown and thinking, okay, well, Victoria's saying it works. The testimonials are saying it works, but actually, is it going to work for me? Mm. Yeah. Um, so I honestly thought for such a long time that absolutely nothing would ever change in this particular area of my life Mm. to the point where I thought I was just going to be on a diet forever literally forever and I promise you you won't be if you do this you literally won't and I know it's a cliche to say trust me but honestly from someone who literally thought that nothing could ever fix this having done all the personal development being in a leadership program you know so many things to try and work out why this why my my eating habits and um disorder was the way it was this honestly is the answer but you've got to want it yes you've got to want it enough because if you don't it won't work 
yeah you've got to want it you've got to be the one to make that decision and only you yeah because it's so easy to run back to dieting yeah what we do is when we feel pressure or maybe your body's changed a little bit and then you're freaking the fuck out and you're like oh my god I did this so many times the amount of times I was like one foot in the recovery door one foot in the dieting door then I was like switching between the two and Mm. yes I was progressing a little bit then I'd put the brakes on then I'd dabble in a mini diet then remember why I can't diet and why I'm and then back and forth so many times which is why I wished I'd got a coach like me with the program I have and I'm and mm. I'm not I know that sounds like such a fucking cliche as well but I mean it which is a whole reason why I've built that so yeah. you can do this process by yourself the resources are out there even the free content I give but it's more of the support accountability those mm-hmm. moments when you're like this is how I'm feeling right now and now I can say I know how you feel because I actually do exactly and this yeah. is what we're going to do to move past this and dieting mm. can seem so attractive at some points during this program because you're like oh god this Mm -hmm. is so hard yeah 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 exactly because you really doing this program like you say yeah absolutely you could do it on your own because the material is out there but actually there are so few people talking about this topic Mm. you would probably get to a point where you thought that you really needed someone to talk to you'll talk to someone who you think will understand but they probably won't not because they don't they just they just don't know what you're dealing with and that will be it and you you know there's nothing wrong with necessarily trying that but you need someone that knows what the, what this process entails and have got out the other side yeah and there's a lot really? of conflict and in information as well like mm. out there like some people in my opinion they're they're doing good things but then they'll say like a triggering thing like when you want to eat emotionally distract yourself or do this instead and I'm like that's not going to work because that's restriction even though of Mm. course feeling Mm. your feelings is very helpful it's not if you eat chocolate when you're feeling sad it's not going to stop you from feeling sad in the long run but it's only chocolate the the moment we're like can't emotionally eat need to call a friend when actually the last thing you want to do is sit and have a chat when you just want to sit and eat a tub of ice cream watching a film the mm-hmm. more you allow that behavior is only mm-hmm. when you can start yeah. to explore things like oh maybe if I take some ice cream and have a bath at the same time to take care of myself and then mm-hmm. it's from that energy and that space of like it's okay no judgments how can I take care of myself in all the ways that feel good to me not forced mm-hmm. or anything like that so Working with me is very different. And as I shared at the beginning, like most of my clients do become like friends in a way because we we go through so much together. Yeah. I'm with you, like holding your hand on that journey. I can't not, it's just who I am. I'm not like a, this is my client. We're going to have the calls. If they need support, I'll give them a few messages. I'm like emotionally involved. Like yeah. I'm in your life going through this with you and I care so much, which is, I'm, I'm so proud of you, Sarah. And the messages you, you give to me, I'm just like, oh, I'm so happy for her. Like it just swells my heart. So how can people connect with you? Because I can see maybe a career down down in the future of you being a personal trainer with you know body love versus or body love meets personal trainer something like that so that sounds fun Mm. Um, on the side of my tv career obviously (laughs) (laughs) um well I have instagram and facebook 
just not for this weekend because I've decided to have a bit of a digital digital detox, which we're allowed, but just not food ones because you know what happens there. Yes. Um, so uh, my Instagram handle would that be? Yeah, helpful? I will post everything in the show okay, notes fine. anyway. You'll post it. Okay, great because I haven't got Instagram on my phone right now. <laughs> um so yeah Instagram is probably the best shout because I find it's a kinder more open-minded space um there is Facebook it's all connected so I love it and I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart Sarah for taking the time to do this today because it will help more people than you know and also it's good to reflect back for yourself to see how far you've actually come as well in the last few months so absolutely I've had a ball it's been great fun and sending you so much love and obviously we'll be speaking on the whatsapp definitely thank and thank you. you for listening everybody thanks everyone thank you so much for listening i appreciate you so much i would love to ask you a little favor that will literally take you probably one minute can you do that for me okay it is to rate and review this podcast and the reason I'm asking you is because if you do this for me it will enable me to reach more women so I can help them and spread the message around the world of self-love food and body freedom which is much needed so again thank you so much for listening if you loved this episode by the way please screenshot it and tag me on social media on instagram at victoria kleinsman and on facebook it's victoria kleinsman okay have an amazing day sending you lots of love